This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 389 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, I switch from a Fitbit to an Apple Watch. I'll explain why. I've got a cool new app to challenge your friends, and I tried Freshly.com. I'll explain what I thought of their food. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just to die it thin. Won't tell you lies thin. I want smaller thighs thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. Womp, womp, womp. Hey, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the School of Podcasting.com. And if you're new to the show, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer. I'm just a person like you trying to lose weight. And I wanted to get this episode out today because it is the last day of July. And so I began this month at 227, almost 228. And as we wrap up the month here, I'm at 224 and a half. So I will take that. Not really quite the numbers I was looking for, but the fact that the numbers are going in the right way, I'll take it. And so today, I am amazed at how much, uh, if you're if you're new to the show, I'm a bit of a geek. I like gadgets. And I've had a Fitbit for over a decade. And I'll try to make this story quick. But in a nutshell, I went to ride my bike, went to log into my Fitbit. It said, for security purposes, we need you to log in. And all of a sudden my password didn't work and the reset my password thing didn't work. And it's, well, in, uh, I don't know, four hours or so, it'll be a week since I've been able to log into my Fitbit. In fact, when I finally, after four calls to customer service, figured out they like, it wasn't that my account was there. Cause I'm like, look, can I just tell you what my mother's maiden name is? And my best friend's name, my dog's name, whatever it takes. Give me a new password. Let's go. And the reason they couldn't do that is because, well, uh, my account was gone, like done. They're like, oh, and look, I work in tech support. I understand that sometimes computers just do wacky stuff. But in the case, when things go wrong, you have to keep your audience informed. And part of their problem, and I... Here's the thing, if you have people on your tech support staff, and I'm not a racist pick, I I swear, but if English is not your first language and your customer speaks English, it's hard for them to then explain to me what's going on. So it took me three people to finally figure out, oh, my account is gone. It's not that you can't reset it. It's like you can't find it. And so they said, 
will have the uh, security people. At one point, they said, you're the next person in line. And that person shouldn't have said that because it sounds like he was lying. I don't know. He might have been. But at any rate, it didn't matter if I was the first in line or the last in line. They never emailed me. And to make a long story short, I was kind of upset. And I was like, okay. And I happened to be in uh, the Verizon store. And uh, it was time to upgrade my phone. And the guy, the, the guy was an Android guy. He was a huge Android and he said, oh, I would, he goes, if I ever got a uh, an Apple Watch, I would switch to Apple in a heartbeat. He goes, the Apple Watch is amazing. Did a really good job of selling it to me. And the reason for that is it's amazing. And so I switched. And so here's some things I like about the Apple Watch. Now, it is expensive. It's really expensive. I mean, even if you get like the big shot Smarty Pants Fitbit version, I think theirs is like 260 and yeah, that has built-in GPS and all this other stuff. It's two fifty, and the Apple Watch you're you're looking at close to four hundred, five hundred dollars, depending on which one you get. That's a lot of clams. Now, of course, with Verizon, they just work it in your plan, and you're basically renting the watch. But um, I, I went ahead and bit the bullet just because I was really upset with Fitbit. So never make decisions when you're upset. But the thing I like about this is. The screen is really customizable and Fitbit had some like they had multiple screens to pick from. You can almost make your own on the Apple Watch. It's pretty cool. And everything then syncs into this app on the iPhone called Apple Health. And that seems to then integrate with everything. So I've already got it tied into my fitness pal. I've got it tied into uh, the one sleep kind of tracker app I talked about. It does not. And I'm kind of surprised because it has a a very sensitive kind of motion detector. And in fact, it'll actually, if you fall and can't get up for those of you that remember that commercial, it will actually call like an emergency number for you because it somehow knows the difference between tripping and falling. And so, but with that sensitivity, it does not grade your sleep. It somehow tracks when you go to sleep and how much sleep you got. But in terms of like, did you sleep good? At least from what I've seen, I don't see so. But I've I've talked about the app in the past. I think it's called Sleep Cycle. Uh, that uh, that does that for me. And so I can't really tell you because well, again, I can't log into my Fitbit account. But the Apple Watch shows that my resting energy, and I've really had it just for one day now, one full day, was around two thousand one hundred calories. Now that would explain. Why, if I ate 1,900 calories, well, that would be a 200-calorie deficit. And that's why I just kept saying, if I just keep doing that, I lose weight. Well, that's why, because apparently I'm burning more calories than I was consuming. And so what's cool is I can now see, well, here's how much you're resting. Like, here's how many calories you burned doing nothing. And then they show you how many calories you burned doing exercise. So I actually rode my bike tonight for about, oh, probably close to an hour. And I I burned less than 100 calories. And then I did a seven-minute workout. You know, the one app I've talked about on this show is just called Seven. That's it, like Seven. And I did a seven-minute workout just using body weight, like just push-ups, sit-ups, all this stuff. Burned over 100, 130 calories in seven minutes. And I was sweating. So that's one of those things where biking is fun and, it's beautiful out and things like that. But if you're not sweating, you know, but again, always do the exercise 
that you will do. That's the one that counts. And so while a Fitbit is kind of geared towards measuring calories in, your activity, and then showing whether or not you have a deficit or not, Apple Health is really more overall health. Uh, it already integrates with my Y things scale. So when I step on the scale, that goes into my fitness pal. My fitness pal uh, is able to then throw it into Apple Health. If I didn't have my fitness pal, it also the Y things little app uh, also integrates with Apple Health. So that's kind of cool. So it tracks all my weight, my body fat, and all that other stuff. And I'm actually going to be testing a blood pressure monitor that's wireless because that's something I should probably be checking. In the past, I've had issues with my blood pressure. Uh, now, the other thing that makes, so you're like, wait a minute, Dave, a Fitbit's 250, an Apple Watch is close to 500. Like, what's, that seems ridiculous. It seems like a no-brainer. I'll just go with a Fitbit. Well, number one, you know, you never know if they're going to lose your data. Um, and, and they did say I could have opened up a new fresh, fresh, a new Fitbit account with a different email and just started over. And I said, great. And then when you find my old account, can you merge the two? And they went, no. And I'm like, none of these answers are really good guys. Um, so I, I kind of feel bad. I've been a huge Fitbit fan for years and I would still somewhat recommend them, but which to me, the, the measure of a really good company is when things go bad and they just, you know, I haven't heard a thing in four days. Not like we're working on it, nothing. And I don't expect to hear anything. I expect them to just go away and like, okay. But the cool thing about the Apple Watch is the non-health things. Uh, I love that I can listen to my podcast. So I had my phone in my pocket on my bike, listening on my headphones. I didn't have wireless headphones yet. That seems like all the rage now. But I love the fact that I could fast forward and skip. I could see what my heart rate was a little easier than I could on the Fitbit. Um, it's just really cool. And I, I like that. And um, I love that I don't have to sync with my phone. Now it's automatically in sync with my phone all the time. But with the Fitbit, if I said I'm riding the my bike, it would be like, hold on. And then my phone would be like, take a second because it would need my phone's GPS. This has a built-in GPS into the watch. It's pretty cool. Uh, now, again, the Apple, uh, I had the uh, Fitbit charge. It goes for about 150 bucks. Uh, the Big Shot Smarty Pants version of Fitbit is 250 and an Apple Watch is, like I say, somewhere between four and 500 bucks. But I will say I like it. And if I had to actually spend that money in one chunk, I'd probably be feeling a little freaky about this. But uh, the way I did it at my Verizon store, and they are a little cheaper on Amazon, by the way, uh, but it's just part of my bill now. But uh, I will say it's easier to walk around now because, well, my wallet's a little lighter. So um, that's why I switched, and so far I'm pretty happy with it. Like I said, the only thing I've seen so far is the whole sleeping thing, sleep tracking, but there are ways around that. They do have a built-in accountability partner feature because there's another app on the iPhone called Activity. And it's a little different than a Fitbit. Fitbit is all about steps, and then you can see your calories, and you can see your distance and how many steps and things like that. And with uh, the Apple Watch, they're really more about calories because in the end, I mean, I can be active. I mean, I could be on a treadmill for five hours, but not burn any calories because I was going one mile an hour. So they're all about calories burned and exercise minutes. And they're also about making sure you stand up a couple times a day. 
preferably at least once an hour. And so that's kind of interesting. So uh, you end up with this little graph showing you how many calories you've burned and you put in a goal for that, how many exercise minutes you've done and how many times you stand up a day. And you can actually share that information with a contact. So I'm thinking of sharing this with my niece who also has an Apple Watch. And uh, so that's kind of a built-in accountability partner. If you have, we, we've said over and over and over, when you have kind of a weight loss partner, that really can come in handy because they, if they can check on you, uh, that comes in, you know, it, it makes you hold yourself accountable. So that's cool. But then the one thing I really thought about was like, oh, you know what I'm going to miss? There were a bunch of people from this show that we had different groups that I've met on uh, Fitbit and they listened to the show and they had these work week challenges. So you'd have five days to see who could have the most steps. And it was, there were times when it was really close because we were all around seven to 10,000 steps a day. And if you can find people, it's kind of like bowling or golf. If you can find somebody that's kind of the same talent level as you, or in this case, the same amount of steps, it's competitive and you push each other. And I was like, well, that's going to kind of be a bummer. And I found this great app and it's free. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool. And it's called Stride Kick, not Sidekick, Stride Kick. And so what's interesting about it is not only does it work with a Fitbit, it works with just about everything. It works with uh, Android phones, uh, Android 4.2 or higher. It also works with the Google Google Fit app. I didn't know there was a Google Fit app. That's kind of interesting. It works with the Apple Watch. It works with Fitbits. If you're using the Fitbit Zip, the One, the Flex, the Charge, the Charge HR, the Surge, the Ultra, the Blaze, the mobile tracker app, um, all this stuff. It works with a Garmin. So if you have a Garmin like GPS, uh, it works, like, like I said, Google Fit, which is on Android, uh, Pebble or I don't know what this word is, Xiaomi. Uh, it works on an iPhone 5S or above. So if you have a really old iPhone, you're out of luck. It works on the Misfit. I'd never heard of that particular brand. It works on Y things. And in some cases, you can even let people enter their data manually. And they say they're always looking to expand their support. Uh, so it's pretty interesting. And what's cool about this is up to 10 people can participate in your challenge. And they have different types of challenges. So like one which was like the work week challenge uh, allows you uh, to have competitive steppers and whoever has it's, it's called a leaderboard and whoever gets to the top wins. So the, the person with the most steps wins. There's one called a streak where you track the number of consecutive days you successfully hit your step goal and you met, you motivate your fellow steppers in the streak mode. There's one called target which is where we aim for a total step goal for the challenge and track your pace and make sure you will um, basically hit that target before the end. So you could say, look, I want to get 20,000 steps by the end of the summer or something like that. And then there's one called a journey and you challenge yourself in a virtual long distance race. Participants can track in real time where they are along the journey's path. And like the one path was like, some crocodile place in Florida and one was like a castle in Ireland. And so that's a little different out of the norm. And uh, again, it's called stride kick and I will have links to this. If you go out to uh logical loss.com slash three, eight, nine, I'll have links to this or their website is just stride kick 
Com. And what's interesting about this is it's free for people under 10. And then if you want more than 10 people, then they actually, it sounds like the company is made for like companies where it's the, you know, the, the whole, you know, 200 people and that is not cheap, but it's, it would be fun for a whole company to have this big challenge. So they say we integrate with the leading fitness trackers and smartwatch brands covering 90% of the wearable device market. Connect again with Fitbit, Nokia, Garmin, Misfit, Apple Watch, Zomi, Pebble, and Polar. Don't have a device, no problem. Connect using your smartphone or enter your steps manually. Because some phones now, you just can say, track my steps. And so that's pretty fun. And uh, I'll, I've started a uh, a challenge. I put it in the Logical Losers group. If you want to participate, reach out to me, Dave at schoolofpodcasting.com, or just become a Logical Loser. It only costs a buck, LogicalLosers.com. This is our Facebook group, and we do that through uh, Patreon. So that's what I've been up to. When it comes to food tracking, there's a new name in town, and that is Chronometer. It's a great app that gives you tons of stats, and their database is a whole lot more accurate than things like MyFitnessPal. Oh, and it's cheaper. One of my favorite things is if I have a food that's not in the database, I simply scan the label, and the software inputs the information for you. You can check out Chronometer by going to LogicalLoss.com slash food tracking. That's LogicalLoss.com slash food tracking. Have you checked out the Logical Weight Loss Resources section? We have things like calorie trackers, breath analyzers, water reminders, weight loss challenges, scales, fitness trackers, habit reinforcement, mental health, weight training. If you have sore muscles, we've got resources for that. Some of my favorite books, our favorite supplements, it's all there. Go over to LogicalLoss.com slash resources. What if you took the accountability of Weight Watchers and combined it with the support of a like-minded community and the spark of a weight loss challenge? Well, you can find out at monthlychallenge.fit. The next challenge starts on the 1st. Use the coupon code NOW100 to get your first month free. Go to monthlychallenge.fit. And the last thing I want to talk about today is Freshly. Freshly is one of the bazillion of food shipping services where they basically, most of them, I think I tried Blue Apron once. I've tried a few of them. I talked here. And the ones I didn't like in the past were like, hey, we give you this packet and then you chop things up forever and then you cook it. And then I'm like, okay, because it's those were expensive. And I'm like, and it takes, you know, it's supposed to take like 10 minutes and it's like, okay, an hour later, you're like, okay, I finally have some food and it wasn't that great. So um, I tried Freshly because I saw their commercial and they're like, look, throw it in the microwave, pull it out, nice, healthy food. I'm like, all right, I'm in for that. And I'm kind of a finicky eater. No mushrooms, no peppers, green or red, and nothing too spicy. So it's kind of hard to find one that that works for me. And I got to say, I tried it out for about three weeks and I was very impressed with the food. Number one, I loved, they had this one, it was turkey meatballs with zoodles. 
So some sort of zucchini noodle kind of stuff. Uh, there were a bunch of dishes. They had a peppercorn steak, and I was like, really, steak? It was yummy with, like, green beans and carrots. And uh, what was really interesting was you basically get this box. You open it up, and they have these giant, big, frozen chunks of ice or what? It's some sort of uh, environmentally free frozen stuff, but it stays frozen forever. Your food is not frozen, but it stays cold in this. And I was actually, because the one day I didn't realize they delivered it to like three o'clock and it was sitting out in the sun. And right now, as I record this, it's been really hot. And I'm like, oh no, no, this was still very cool. Everything was fine. So the shipping and everything was great. And then they tell you how you can recycle the, uh, the frozen stuff if you want to. And so I, uh, I liked it. Then one that was kind of, Oh, I would just call it Louisiana ish. It was some sort of zambalaya with sausage kind of thing. Zambalaya. I think I just made up a new word, uh, with corn and sausage and stuff. That was really good. Uh, and the, the, again, the thing I liked about it was there was like almost no, there wasn't any food prep. You basically peel back a film on the corner and they tell you to dump it on a plate and eat it. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, why do I want to make dirty dishes? So it was kind of like delivering gourmet TV dinners for those of you that remember TV dinners, right? You, you throw them in and three minutes later you're eating good food. And it was kind of funny. It reminded me, do you remember like as a kid where you would like your best friend would invite you to eat dinner at their house and you're like, uh Oh, that, that, uh, that person doesn't cook food like mom does. It was kind of like that. I was like, Oh, this looks good. I hope it's good. And it was really good. There were some inconsistencies. The first two weeks, I ordered this turkey meatball wazoodle thing. In fact, the the last week I ordered two of them because they were so good. And I don't know what happened this past week. I don't know if like the chef dropped some pepper in the mix, but it was so spicy. It made my eyes water. And I was like, I even checked on the website. I'm like, look, is this thing supposed to be spicy? Maybe the first time I got it, it was like they did the opposite. They didn't know. It wasn't supposed to be spicy, so that was kind of weird. But on the other hand, kind of like, oh, cool, because this is like home homemade, apparently, uh, and somebody just didn't follow the recipe or whatever. So I'm like, all right, well, what does this cost? Well, I, I mentioned, uh, I think, I don't know, a couple episodes ago, I threw together some things. In fact, somebody in the Logical Losers gave me a... Um, a recipe for Chipotle chicken. And so I tried to kind of make my own Chipotle. I threw a a cup of brown rice. I would uh, cube three to five ounces of chicken. I cut some grape tomatoes in half. I sprinkled, and I mean just sprinkled, a little bit of mozzarella cheese. I threw a bunch of shredded iceberg in there. And then I would literally just go, bleep, 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 like three drops of, of salad dressing just to give it a little bit of flavor. And I liked it. It was really, really cool. And when I did the math on that, you know, for the chicken, when you add the, the, I mean, the, the cup of brown rice is like a buck, you know, the chicken's next to nothing. And, uh, that cost me $4 and 72 cents a serving. And it literally takes me three minutes because I throw the, uh, microwave. I throw the microwave in the rice. Yep. Usually it works a much better the other way. I throw the rice in the microwave. And while that's cooking for a minute, I cube up the chicken and then, I take the rice out, throw it in a bowl, and then I put the chicken in for a minute. And while that's cooking, I slice up the tomatoes and throw that into the bowl. The chicken's done. I throw the 
cheese and uh, lettuce on there, and, and we're done. And I'm in and out under three minutes. And it cost me $4.72. The price of Freshly is twelve fifty a meal. And it's good food, but it's literally three times as much. And what that what you're really doing then is the time you're saving, because most of the stuff, if you listen to the show, a lot of times I in fact I bought a big pack to, I bought a family pack of chicken thighs. I'm gonna cook them on the grill and I will eat that all week for lunch and, and dinner. Um and then every now and then I will mix something else in just because your body gets used to it. But uh, so it'll take me one night. I will cook for, I don't know, an hour, and then I'm good for the rest of the week. So I'm always making meals in less than five minutes. So the, what I'm really gaining here is the time of shopping, like driving to shopping, the actual shopping experience, and then putting away the groceries. And you have to ask yourself, is that worth the extra money? Because I always say you're going to pay with things with one of two things. You're going to pay with time or you're going to pay with money. And this week I've been really busy. I'm actually working on a book about podcasting that I am now, I'm getting ready to sign a contract and that's going to really put me like I have to put the the nose to the grindstone. And so it was kind of nice not having to shop, just basically going to the door and look, oh, here's here's lunch for the week. And uh, that was kind of cool. And that's why I did it for three weeks. The only thing is because I'm kind of a picky eater, I, I was only eating like four or five different varieties out of all their meals. And I was kind of like, you know what? All right, I'm I've, I'm going to cook a bunch of chicken tonight. I'm good. But I can really see me in the future going back and every now and then resubscribing. They They make it fairly easy to cancel. Now, I will be honest, they are not happy to see you go. And they offer all sorts of things. Oh, you can just pause it for, you know, a bunch of weeks or, you know, please don't go. And I'm like, no, no, I'm just going to cancel. And But that was the cool thing. They do let you cancel. You don't have to call anybody. I forget the one app. You had to call somebody. Uh, they do have gluten-free meals. They have vegetarian meals. Most of their meals are, again, it's not really so much. Their whole thing is it's real food and it's somewhat healthy in the fact that it's some sort of protein and vegetables. And most of the meals are between about 450 calories and 700-ish, I think was the highest one. And the only thing I would say is the meals I purchased, which were chicken, uh, I had the beef steak, I had the uh, turkey meatballs, and I forget the other one that was some sort of, it looked like some sort of jambalaya sausage rice thing and potatoes. Uh they were all pretty heavy in salt, like 700 milligrams. Like, wow, that's like half my salt intake, if not my whole salt intake for the day. But it was yummy food. So, again, take your pick. Uh, they were, again, shipped really well. Nothing was in danger. They packed them to stay cold. And so if you want to check it out, like I say, it's it's one of those things that I'm like, all right, if I ever find myself where, like, you know what, I don't even want to have to deal with this. Just somebody bring me some food. I would definitely sign back up for these folks. Uh, just go to LogicalLoss.com slash Freshly. That's F-R-E-S-H-L-Y. And if you want to give it a shot, I would love to hear what you thought of it. Because, again, I'm kind of a finicky eater. I could see maybe if I wasn't. And they do have different plans. I was. I, I should mention that. I said it was twelve fifty a meal. Now, if I did six meals a week, that would go down to 10. If I did 12 meals a week, 
that would be basically 12 that, yeah that's basically lunch and dinner for the whole week that would be $9 a meal and that's where you're like well uh if i do it myself it's somewhere around 5 if i let them do it it's 9 and that's a whole ton of stuff so that's again the more you do it maybe if you have a family this could really pay off for you for me it's just me so that's the other thing it's just me living alone so uh, something to think about. Again, logicalloss.com slash freshly if you're interested. So thanks so much for tuning in. It's a new month as you listen to this. You'll probably get this tomorrow on August 1st. And I'm going to go through, reset my spreadsheet, and set my monthly goals, and get tracked. And I'm um, after I have, I think part of this is just the newness of the Apple Watch. I'm excited to make the lights blink and make the little circles turn and things like that. And uh, like I say, I'm really excited about this uh, uh, stride kick app, which will let me set up. I'm a very competitive person at times and uh, not to the point where I throw a tantrum if I lose, but I just, I have found that uh, it does kind of make me kick things into gear. And that's one last thing I should point out. I did buy on uh, prime day, of course, was uh, in this month, and I bought a video game that allows me to play golf. And I forgot how kind of relaxing these are, which is a little bit like golf itself. But the thing that's funny and kind of stupid in a way is you get to design your golfer. So, of course, you're trying to make it look like you, and it's nuts. You can go in and see how wide your nose is and how how caveman-esque your forehead is and you know, do you want your eyes to look like Japanese anime? It's really bizarre. And I just went and said, Hey, I'm uh, look, I'm, I'm six one. And I'm, uh, and then I put in my, it, it kind of shows me at like about 180 pounds. And I'm like, no, 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 sorry. That's the goal, but not right now. And so as I slid it up over 220 to 224, my golfer got fat. And I was like, well, there's a nice little slap in the face, but a good one in a way. I thought that was kind of, uh, Interesting, And then they actually have all these things. There's a setting when you go into your face that you could just apply weathered. Make me look weathered. So it's a fun little thing reminding you that, hey, you know what? Yeah, we're all getting older. And you got to take care of the body that you have. That actually did inspire me a little bit. I'm like, ah, I don't want to kind of look like that just yet. So thanks so much for tuning in. If you do want to support the show, again, LogicalLosers.com. You can join for as little as a buck. The more you support, the more I thank you. So thank you so much. You can actually have your name mentioned here every week if you pledge enough. Thanks so much until we meet again. And again, I'm doing these about every other week now as I uh, try to get this book written. So I will see you in a few. And until then, remember that uh, failure is not really a destination. It's kind of a place you visit until you move on. So there are times when things aren't going to go right. That's not when you go up. I'm just going to stop right here. No, no. You just go, all right, I see what I did wrong there. And then you figure out what you did wrong. You figure out how you're not going to do it in the future. And off you go. Everything we talked about today, you can find at LogicalLoss.com slash 389. And until we meet again, you got this. You know, why are you choosing failure when success is still an option. Take care and God bless. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. 
If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just to die it. Thin. Won't tell you lies. Thin. I won't smaller thighs. Thin. But I realize. I guess I'll